Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because he is an own time God. Come on, he is with you 24-7. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I want to encourage your hearts today, but I want to do my shout out starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church. And hello and good morning to our church family. Also to my sponsors, Yancey Family Ministries and Hope of Glory Ministries. And also to my honoree sponsors, Brother Larry. Downey and his lovely wife Linda. I'm excited. You know me. I'm excited for what God is doing in the land of the living. Amen. I think every day about his hands and what is doing. I look to see what his hand is moving in my life. Amen. You can't see it with the naked eye until it comes into fruition. But if you're like me, you put on that faith eye. For we walk by faith and not by sight. And I can see that God is shifting things on my behalf. And I pray that you feel encouraged today that you, even though you can't see it yet in the natural, but you know that you know that you know that God is turning some things for your good. Amen. I am still in the word of God and I'm still talking about peace. Oh, I'm still there. I'm still there talking about peace. Peace. I'm walking and meditating on it. And I'm even searching within my own self with all the things that's going on in my life and around me. I, I seek to, to understand and, and come in tune with God's peace. For we have it. And I told you that he giveth unto us. But today I want to deal with the scripture over in Isaiah 53 and 5. If you would go with me, I won't take long. I want to play a song also this Saturday, if time permits. But in Isaiah 53 and 5, in the King James Version, it reads, But he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Did you hear that? But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by and with his stripes we were healed. Amen. The chastisement of our peace. I I had to dig a little deeper because I'm talking about peace. And I found that that it, it means in the scriptures, it was the pain which Christ suffered to purchase our peace and reconciliation to God. Amen. Again, chastisement of peace means the pain that Christ suffered to purchase our peace and reconciliation to God. Aren't you glad about that today? When I looked at that scripture and I said, I got to talk about what he did for us to obtain peace. He suffered for our peace. Amen. I pray that already that has quickened something inside of you that if you're a believer and you say you're a Christian, you believe the word of God, then you believe and accept and receive the fact that he died for you to have peace. Come on. 
the chastisement of our peace was upon him. The punishment, uh, we didn't get the punishment. He took it all on for us that we might obtain peace, that we can walk and operate in the peace of God. And what does peace mean? I want. I talked about that a few weeks ago. Let me just give that definition again. Peace, freedom from agitation or disturbance by passions as from fear, terror, anger, anxiety, or like quietness of mind, tranquility, calmness, quiet of conscience. That's the meaning of peace. Come on, we all deal with all of these little attributes of the opposite of peace, that fear, that terror, that anger, that anxiety. Come on, we all deal with that. And some of us deal with troubled minds. Some of everything is going on around us. And we find it hard to go to sleep. Come on, our peace, our sleep has been robbed by the affairs of this life. Come on, with the issues of our lives. Come on, somebody. We've been robbed of our sleep and our rest and our comfort and what Christ died that we should have. Amen. He said that I come that you may have life and have it more Abundantly, um, he's talking about two things in the earth and in heaven. And, 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 and these things, fear, terror, anger, and anxiety, it robs us of the peace that Christ suffered for us to have. He suffered to set us free, amen, from that agitation and disturbance. Those things, those things that agitate us all day long. Um, sometimes people just agitate us. They ain't got to say anything. Sometimes their very presence agitate us. Come on, let's be real with what we're dealing with here in our lives. And you got to be honest with yourself. Um, stop praising God and you don't have the joy of the Lord. Come on. Um, some of us just making noise, but we're lacking that true peace that surpasses all understanding. Come on, let's be honest with yourself. Be real with yourself. You, you're testifying about the goodness of the Lord, but you lack peace. Come on, you lack the joy that he died for us to have. And you're disgruntled Christians. All of us can put a show on in church. Amen. Come on, we know how to put on that church face and that church demeanor, um, that countenance. We know how to put it on. We know how to look holy. We know how to sound holy. But be honest with yourself. You're struggling with peace. Um, it, it's non-existent uh, in your life, in your marriage, in your, with your relationships with others. There is no peace. And until you're honest about what you're lacking, then you can't receive the gift because you think you got it. And some of us refuse to accept it because that means that some things that we lack the way it is will have to change if Christ would come in. Because some of us like to argue and some of us like to debate and some of us like to cause confusion. Some of us like the backbiting. We like discord. Come on, somebody. Some of us, that's our life. We live to cause confusion. We live to cause strife. 
in situations. Um, some of these are churchgoers. Some of these are officials in the church. I mean, but you need to be honest with yourself because you won't experience the peace that Christ died for you to have until you're honest with yourself that you don't have it. It comes as a gift. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But you have to accept the gift. That's where I'm going. You have to accept the gift. You have to believe that he died for you to have it. You got to believe that it's a gift from God. You got to believe if it's not there, then you got to get in tune with with the gift of. You got to get in tune with the prince of peace. That's what I want to say. You got to be in tune with him. You got to take him for who he is. You got to take him at his word. You got to surrender all unto him. Come on, your conversation need to stop being had with the flesh and it need to be had with the spirit that you be in tune with the gift giver. The Prince of Peace himself. And we're not honest with ourselves. And I didn't understand this gift thing till I started to realize that, that I hadn't embraced it. I talked about it. I would sing about it in songs. But it was given unto me, but I wasn't operating in it. First of all, I didn't believe that I already had it because of the Christ in me. And the devil brings about all kinds of confusion with who we are and what we possess. Come on, he wants you to he wants you to feel that you don't have what Christ has given you. That's a word for somebody. He wants you to believe that you don't have it. He wants you to believe that you can't possess it. He wants you to believe that you can't even obtain it. And worst of all, he makes us feel like we're not even worthy. To have it. When our worth was determined, when Christ laid down his life, when the chastisement of our peace, when he allowed it to be upon him, he said we were worth having it. We were worth experiencing the fullness of his glory, the fullness of his joy, the fullness of his peace, the fullness of his presence. And this is the confusion of this life that, that we're listening to the flesh. I'm just going to bring that back to the forefront from last Saturday. We keep listening and having the conversations with the flesh because it wants what it wants and it wants the confusion to remain. He don't want us clear-minded. He definitely don't want us to be listening to the voice of the Lord. He don't want us to hear the spirit of the Lord and what is saying to the church. Whew. That's not what he wants. And anything he can use, any hook he can put in you to keep that flesh in the conversation with you. Did you not even to distinguish who you even talking to? That you can't even distinguish that you're talking to your flesh. That your flesh has risen up and is trying to take reign of which direction you go and which decision you make. He don't want that. But Christ died. He is, the devil is a liar and the truth is not in him. You have been given something. It happened on the cross. It happened with every lash he allowed his body and his flesh to endure for the chastisement of all peace was upon him. He died, he suffered that we might have it. You have it. 
I want you to stop accepting the fact that you can't obtain this. I want you to start believing that you have it. All the Christians, I'm talking to the, to the born again, they say you've been born again Christian and the enemy has made you forget who you are and what you possess and what you have access to and what you have been entrusted with and endowed with. You have his peace. He said, I give it unto you, not as the world giveth. You have something that can't be obtained in this world, but he gave it as a gift. We have it. We've been honored with it. Thank you, Jesus. Because of his love, we have it. Because of his sacrifice, you have it. You are worthy of it. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm worthy of it. I'm worthy to taste it. I'm worthy to experience it. The peace that surpasses all understanding. I'm worthy of it. And it would guide my heart and my mind. I'm worthy to experience that. I'm worthy to know what it's like to feel the peace of the Lord and to have peace in my life. I'm worthy. Come on. He desires that I sleep. He desires that I rest in him. His desire, and he suffered that I will be in tune with his peace and experience it. Even in the midst of my storm, he died. That when, this, when, the, when the enemy comes in like a flood, he died that I will rest and operate in peace. He died that I rest in him. Remember the scripture I ended with last Saturday. Do you remember that? In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O oh Lord, make me dwell in safety. The enemy say you're not worthy to be in safety. Look at all the things you've done. But I want to remind you, look at all the things that Christ did that you may have. Peace. It doesn't, cannot be compared. It should not be compared. Our sins cannot be compared to what he endured on the cross. I know the enemy keep throwing it in your face. And he keep reminding you what you're not worthy of. But it cannot be compared to what he endured on the cross. That you might have life more abundantly. That you may experience his peace. Come on, it's a high commodity. Very few people have it. Very few people experience it. And very few people seek after it. And very few people embrace what they've been given. Amen. You have his peace. You are worthy of it. He died for you to have it. You can obtain it. You can possess it. You can operate in it. In the fullness of it. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to, to play a song, but thank you for tuning in and spending time with me. Remember today and throughout every day, rejoice and be glad. God loves you.